This is everything you need to know before you film your next comedy special. Hey, I'm Zach. I'm a stand-up comedian and filmmaker, and everything I'm gonna tell you is from my experience of filming The Big Laugh, which is a TV show with two comedians in each episode doing their best 15-minute sets, and also Zen Comedy, which is five comedians and one comedy special. Both of these projects can be found on Amazon Prime today, and today I'm gonna to tell you everything that I learned from filming those things, from my experience, and this video is gonna be broken into a few different sections. We're gonna talk about before filming, during filming, and after filming your comedy special. But in no way am I gonna to talk to you about writing your hour, preparing your hour, or getting your jokes ready for the hour, because that, that's on you. Every comedian's different, and we all have our own process to getting ready for that hour. I'm gonna talk more about the technical side and really prepare you for what's about to happen. And stick around till the end of the video, because I'm really gonna give some tips of things that I learned that maybe can help you avoid some major mistakes when set, putting out your hour. Uh, or releasing your hour. Let's get right into it. Talking about before you film your comedy special. Finding a venue is a major point of this, right? It's, it's how the whole thing looks. It's the right setting, the right vibe. And then also thinking about how many seats are there? Can you fill those seats? Is it 50, 100, 200? Do you feel comfortable selling that many tickets to really pack it out to make it a good experience for everyone? And of course, we all would love to fill a 2,000 seat theater, but maybe that's not where we are right now. Uh, for The Big Laugh, we used Improv Mania, which is a comedy club in Chandler, Arizona, which is just over 100 seats, I think. And it looks great on video. And when we packed it out, the sound was amazing and it made it a really special night. So picking the venue is super important but also make sure that the venue knows you're filming. We learned this mistake um, right away with the big laugh is we were picking a venue and we were talking to them about having the comedy show. And then as soon as we had the conversation about filming, it kind of fell apart. It felt like they didn't want their venue to be on film. So then we had to rearrange and find a different venue that is okay with filming and Improv Mania is a wonderful place and I actually should have started with them because they are great people and we had a great experience and they were so helpful along the way. So just make sure that they know that you're filming, you feel comfortable filling those seats and then the background, which is super important. How does the background of the video look? The comedian, which might be you, is going to be up there on stage and you're gonna get multiple camera angles and if it's a blown out background or not, eye, not pleasing to the eye or distracting, I think that all can really take away from your experience. And then even in your trailer promoting your special, it's, it's one of the first things people will notice. They will notice the environment that you put this special in. So think about that. Think about the background and maybe can you change the background or is it a, is it just a great plain background or building your own set on their stage. Is that all okay with them? Or do you just need to find a different venue that fits your vibe? And that's okay. And I think you could really film something special even in a 40 seat, 50 seat comedy club or black box theater 
and really make it look good with the right angles and the right lighting. Yes, and also lighting is very important. Do they have good stage lighting? Maybe go see a show there or see if you can set up some cameras and really play around before you lock in doing that venue. If it's a rental or some kind of deal that you have with them, just maybe really working through and taking that extra time because I, I promise you it will pay off in the end. The other thing before filming that you need to think about is graphics. Because you need the flyer of the show to match the graphics when you produce it. If it's just on YouTube, it needs to match the thumbnail. All that needs to fit into the branding of the special. What is the branding? What is the fonts? What are the color palettes? What, what, is, what is your design for the cover art of your special? That is super important to be thinking about, especially if you plan on working with Amazon or Tubi or some other streaming service, they're going to need many different sizes and graphics. So I would hire a professional and start thinking about that right now before you even film, really having an idea of what it's going to look like. And another big choice before you film, are you filming it yourself? Are you going to buy the cameras or rent the cameras? Uh, which is definitely an option. I would definitely rent cameras you're comfortable with that you know personally. I've heard stories of people renting cameras that they don't really know how to use and they end up renting cameras that overheat or don't put out the same picture that they thought it would or they're just not familiar with those cameras so they're not getting the highest quality out of that camera. There's that, or are you going with a production company? Are you gonna hire a company that will come in, bring their own camera, maybe bring their own crew, and have them film the special, and kind of working with them of like what look you're looking for. And during this process, I would definitely be thinking, are you putting it on YouTube? Or are you gonna put it through distribution? Because when you're working with the production company, if you're working to put it on YouTube, that's one thing. But if you're gonna put it on Amazon, you need to know that you have the right frame rate, that you're filming in the right uh, resolution, and then just certain things like that on the technical specs of making sure that the cameras are equipped and also set up to the right settings for whatever avenue you decide to go down. Uh, that's definitely something that I didn't really think about too much until we started getting into the nitty gritty and I found some cool technical specs of what Amazon looks for and what other streaming services look for. And we'll get more into that stuff of on the day of filming part of this video. And then also, side note, <laughs> make sure if you're putting on a YouTube channel that you have some other content before you release it so you can get up the subscribers, get the view count, get people knowing that you have a YouTube channel. So maybe it gives it a little extra boost if you're going to launch it on your YouTube channel. Now let's talk about day of filming, which is, man, stressful. It's, it can be very stressful. You're not only stressed about your hour and nailing your jokes and making sure you have the best performance, but now you got cameras around, you got crew asking you questions, you got probably ticket sales you gotta deal with. There's a lot happening day of filming. And so right away, I always suggest getting there early, way earlier than you need to be. Just get there super early because then you can play around with the lighting. You can kind of really, get things set up and maybe figure out some issues that you didn't know would arise. Like for example, when we were filming Zen Comedy, I got there early with the crew and uh, one of the comics, Patrick, 
actually was super helpful of standing in and he uh, helped me kind of figure out the lighting. We had, we had a little more, we added another light that we didn't know we were going to add, just to kind of boost it up a little bit. I'm so glad we did because it turned out really well, but adding that extra light was then, okay, how's that playing with the comics and the skin and making sure that, you know, the white balance is correct. And just working with the crew of making sure everything is exactly how it needs to be so there's no stress hours before anyone arrives. And while you're playing with the lighting, maybe take an extra second and play with the sound and make sure that if, it, if you're recording through a mixer or straight to the cameras, that we're all on the same page of making sure that you have the mic audio, the audio straight from the mic that the comedian's holding, and then the audio of the audience. You need to mic the audience and then you're gonna mix those later. So it's important to understand what the quality is out of both of those and maybe do a sound check of, you know, this is my loudest, this is my quietest, this is how I normally maybe run through a bit or two and make sure that the crew is understanding. And if it's you filming, great, you can listen back to all of that and kind of play with it. Maybe have someone sit in the audience and have them fake laugh or real laugh at your jokes while you're running through it. So now you've checked the lighting, you've checked the sound, that's just gonna put you, your mind at ease and also save you from so many headaches in the future. One issue that we ran into filming the big laugh actually was the first microphone that we used um, actually had a little bit of a rattle sound and that would have been terrible to fix in post. So luckily enough, one of the staff members at Improv Mania caught that and said, hey, actually, I think that's the one that has a little bit of a shake. And we listened back and yes, it was the one that had a little bit of a shake. And so we switched out to a different microphone that didn't have any noise in it. And wow, is that a, that's a major save that, I mean, you know, we're, we're doing this on a shoestring budget. So that, I was so thankful for that. Now, I'm not gonna get too technical on 4K, 6K, frame rate, you know, because again, where are you putting it? If you're just putting it on YouTube, I honestly think it's fine if you release it in 1080p or 4K on YouTube. Not that many people will know the difference because they're gonna watch it on their phones, they're gonna watch it on their laptops, they're gonna watch it on TVs that may not even have four, they don't have 4K TVs. You know, not everyone does. So we'll talk about frame rates and stuff that a little bit, but before that, let's talk about how many cameras. That's, a, that's an important question. And I would say that you need three minimum, three cameras minimum, and maybe up to five cameras, six cameras, I don't know. Like, it depends how much editing do you wanna do and how much coverage do you wanna get. I think three cameras minimum, Four cameras, five cameras would be awesome. But again, every single camera you're adding in probably more cost. And then you're also adding in more time in editing. So I'd say three cameras if you're editing, that shouldn't be a problem. I'd be thinking about where you're gonna put these cameras. And then also be thinking about when you're editing, how far are you cropping in on certain, on certain frames? Are you getting some real close-ups with it? Are you getting like some medium shots? Are you getting some wide shots? And how do you plan on editing? Maybe watch a few comedy specials that you appreciate and just pay attention to when they cut to close, full body, full stage, and then, you know, when they really zoom out. When I started editing The Big Laugh, I decided of, 
you know, some mid bodies, some close ups. And then when the comedian really hits the punchline and the crowd's laughing, I could cut to the wide shot and get the crown. So you feel like you're having the experience with them. You're not missing the joke. So you're in close with them. And then when the joke hits, you can pull out to the full shot of the room and really seeing the crowd laugh. And Zen comedy, I did slightly different, where I really spent more time in close and really wanted it to feel like the small room that you're in and it feel like you're up front with the comedian. So what vibe are you going with and how are you gonna edit these cameras later on? When you're picking out these cameras, where you're gonna put them and how many you're gonna rent or buy or work with, uh, two things I would really think about is, the first one is, you're gonna be like, these shots are perfect. These are the shots that I want and I'll cut to this camera at this point and I'll cut back to this camera. I would say for Zen Comedy and The Big Laugh, we had the experience of, well, someone's gonna stand up and go to the bathroom. An audience member is gonna get up and get a drink or go to the bathroom and they might walk in front of that camera. And so having those multiple cameras, there's a few times in Zen Comedy and The Big Laugh where I had to cut to a camera that maybe it wouldn't be my first choice for that moment in that joke or that flow, but I didn't want that person standing up in front of the camera to be on film. So I cut over to another camera and I kind of make it feel and flow that way. Uh, so remember that, that maybe you add an extra camera than you think, so that way you can always cut to it if someone's standing up and getting a drink or going to the bathroom. The other thing I'll be thinking about when I'm picking out cameras is filming in 4K. Yeah, sure, you could film in 6K or 8K, that's great. But I would say film in 4K and then plan on releasing it in 1080p. Why do I say that? Well, first off, a lot of streaming services don't even work with 4K yet. They're still wanting deliverables in 1080p. So even if you're gonna go through a distribution company, they're gonna be okay with you giving a 1080p high quality version of your special. The second is you're going to edit and you could put it in a 1080p timeline. And so now you can really crop in on those 4K. So now you can turn those three cameras to make it feel like seven cameras. You can turn those four cameras to feel like nine cameras because you can crop in and still not lose any resolution because you filmed it in 4K and you're releasing it in 1080p. So it's still going to be super crispy. We filmed the big laugh in 4K and I gave it to distribution in 4K. I think it just added issues, really. I think it made it harder for me to edit that 4K footage in a 4K timeline at that time. And then also I'm uploading big files to distribution. So then when we decided to film Zen Comedy, I filmed it in 4K, I edited it in 1080p, I gave it to distribution in 1080p, and Amazon had no problem with the 1080p. So. I think that was the right way to go. And that's kind of how I plan on doing the next few projects I'm working on is filming in 4K, editing in 1080p. Here's a super crispy video. The other thing I'll be thinking about is the audio version. You could take your special and release it as an audio version. Maybe think about having a friend on staff or someone that you know, make sure that the audio is super crispy so then you could release it, the audio version. And then also, of course, it'll just help you mixing later when you're editing it or when you hire someone to edit it, they have really 
good quality audio to work with because I think audio is one of the most important parts of a special. I hate when I watch a special and I hear echoes and issues and it's just not great quality and it makes me not want to finish watching and it really takes me out of the jokes. And if you have more questions about day of filming, just leave a comment and I'll answer it the best I can. And if I get enough comments, I'll definitely make it in another follow-up video. Okay, we've kind of touched on some of these things, but let's talk about after filming. I would say a few important parts after filming is who's gonna edit and who's gonna market and who's gonna distribute, right? These are super important questions because whoever edits, they need to know about comedy or at least give you, you need to give them some direction about comedy of how a special is edited, the close-ups, the mid body, making sure expressions aren't missed, making sure that, you know, they don't cut a certain part of a joke out, you know, like really making sure they understand what you're trying to go for. Uh, so if you're not editing it, at least work closely with the editor and feel free to kind of point those things out as you're working through. And maybe you hop on some Zooms and they show you what they're working on. And you say, hey, I wish this fit more like that. Or why didn't you do this? Or why did you do that? You know, kind of like really understanding why they're doing what they're doing and making sure that you guys are working together and you're getting a project that you really care about done well. And then distribution. I can make a whole nother video just on distribution for sure. But are you gonna work with a distribution company? Because maybe at this point, before you even film, you should be talking to them. Or maybe while you're editing, you should be talking to them to be like, what's the frame rate? What bit rates do you want? You know, what, uh, <laughs> do you want 1080p? Do you want 4K? What are they looking for at this point? and uh, maybe getting some guidance of what they've seen do really well uh, at their distribution company. And, you know, of course I have videos on Film Hub, who is the distribution I've used in the past for Zen Comedy and for The Big Laugh. So, you know, I have videos about Film Hub. Other people have videos about Film Hub. There's tons and, I mean, there's like hundreds of distribution companies. So there's many that you can go with. Just research and find out if they've worked with comedy specials in the past, they do any comedy at all, and where they're going to put it and what kind of deal you're going to get with them. So look into all that. I can make a separate video about distribution, but if that's the route you're going to go, really do your research. Like if you're going to put it on YouTube, I would definitely be thinking about marketing before you put it on the channel. Like, you know, growing your email list, really getting people like excited about it, getting subscribers and uh, trying to push it out. I can definitely do a separate video on marketing your comedy special, but if you're gonna put it on YouTube, you need to really get eyeballs on that channel. And also thumbnail is like super important and kind of SEO I would say is also really important. So do some research on SEO and thumbnails and make sure that you're kind of fitting the vibe of other comedy specials that are on YouTube that are doing really well. See what they're doing, see what keywords they're using, and kind of grow from there. And my final tip that I would say about all of this after filming when you're editing is spending extra, extra time on color grading. I would say really learn color grading or hire someone that does color grading. Maybe it's separate from the person editing and they are a specialist in color grading and it can really make something pop. I would say 
that's the one thing I really like about Zen comedy is the color grading. I spent so much time learning how to color grade and what works best and really playing around with it for weeks, I would say. I spent a long time color grading just to make sure that it, it really gave the vibe and made the video pop. And it's how things look different from just straight out of the camera where it's like three different cameras to really making it all blend together where all three cameras feel like they fit and then also giving it that experience and an extra production value. Color grading is insanely important for specials. And the extra tip that I wanted to give you guys is email lists. Something that we did is giveaways. Uh, we gave away an iPad and we grew our email list where people had to sign up for the email list. And then we kept like reminding them as the giveaways going through the month of like, hey, go check out our show. It's on Amazon, you know? And uh, that was really big for us and really drew, drove some traffic to Amazon for us. And now we have an email list. So now when Zen Comedy came out, we email blast them, hey, our new project's out. And you can kind of grow from there. So growing your email list is super important and it'll help get people from social media to somewhere that you actually control. So that way, if your Facebook or Instagram got deleted tomorrow, you still have a way to contact your audience. So think about growing your email list now before you even film the special. And then definitely after you film the special, you should be growing that email list. I think that really helped us. And I know that that's gonna help us in the future even more. So those are all the things that I thought about when filming The Big Laugh and Zen Comedy and now filming our next projects. So I hope this video was super helpful and feel free to subscribe to this channel as I make more content for filmmakers and stand-up comedians on the more technical side, marketing side, and distribution side of things. Uh, I hope that you have a wonderful day and thank you so much for watching and I'll see you next time.